Welcome to Mastering Life's Adventures, an educational podcast about tapping into your true self, the soul, your soul, the substance of your life, to discover what life's ups and downs are really about, and how to have a greater sense of purpose, peace, joy, and fulfillment. I am Dr. Judith Holder, your host, coach psychologist, fellow seeker who enjoys diving into the connections between spirituality, psychology, wellness, and your everyday life's adventures. All preparing and polishing you like the fastest of magnificent diamond to be your best self. If you're craving more from your life, you are in the right place. Come, let's journey together and transforming what you know into who you really are. Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Hi, I'm back. And I am very happy to have Scott Phil. And we were having some technical difficulties towards the end of our conversation. And I was able to pull together the pieces that I think would be really helpful for you to hear in this next piece, talking with Scott about, about our perceptions about how our views change through working and growing with our own inner self and nature. We have a different perspective about our parents and about our passions, about what's going to make a difference in the world. And his particular passion is working with nine to 12 year olds and helping them to develop the skills that they need in order to help them lay the foundations, like laying those railroad tracks that will allow them to be successful in life. And this is his passion. And he shares some of his life experiences that he has gone through that has garnered him into understanding how to relate to children and how to help them develop these superpowers, allowing them to be their best self. So I'd like to welcome back Scott Fell. And we were talking about what he learned when he was going through a particular training and understanding his parents from a different perspective. So, Scott, please. And sometimes it just takes a different perspective from somebody else. I want to share something quick with my mom. When I did a training course, and it was really all about kind of, it was a very deep dive into yourself and who you are and how you relate to others. And one of the things I realized is that with my mom, I'd always considered her to be very opinionated and so I related to her as opinionated avoiding conversations and when she said something kind of like mom it's kind of like I don't know if I you know whatever and Mm -hmm. so our relationship wasn't as close as it it could be because of that right and I thought it was her I'm like well she's opinionated how can I deal with that a lot of adult kids especially try to change their parents Mm -hmm. and their parents will say they can't be changed, a lot of them, right? But you can think about what I did and what's available. You don't change your parents. They don't want to be changed. You change your view because your view was just a view. A view isn't a fixed thing unless you fix it. A view is a view, right? Right. So many different ways to look at something, and that's what I learned, and that's what I share and teach because that's free. That takes the chains away, right? And that's what the soul wants. The soul wants to have the chains taken away so it can learn and experience what it needs to and see that the experiences that are coming into your life or your world or even the family that you're born into 
is for a purpose and for a reason for things to be learned at a soul level that our adult self may not know about, but our soul does. Yeah. Yeah. So, isn't that where the intuition comes in? Isn't mm-hmm. that where we kind of like follow? Because when we follow an intuition, then something to allow us to grow, like the intuition to take that course 15 years ago, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Allowed for this, mm-hmm. right? I could have definitely said, no, that's the millimeter to mile rule again. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to take that course. It was actually offered to me like four times and mm-hmm. I did say no. Mm-hmm. It was just the moment where I said yes. Mm-hmm. Right? And then when I did, everything changed for a lot of people, including my own trajectory in life. Yes. And there's something else that you, that brings up. We, there, that knows that we sometimes say is the ego persona, which I call. And the ego wants to maintain just the way things are. I don't want to do that. That's stupid. That's yeah. you know not going to help me, whatever. And the ego will always say, no, no, no. The ego has right. its appropriate place. But it's the soul that is the intuition that you're mentioning is a part of the aspect of the soul that's saying, I'm going to keep on putting in front of you. Please choose. Please choose. You know, <laughs> so, you know, well, we can move it to the next level. And I bring that analogy of the three analogies of the skateboard, the trampoline and being able to be a cork in water. That we have some experiences that we need to just be a cork in water and allow the universe to support us. There's other times in which we need to be like the trampoline. We need to bounce higher and keep on bouncing higher to see what is else actually going on in this situation that I find myself in. So you're bouncing higher to see the higher view so that you can understand it and then get off of that and get off that level and keep on moving to the next level. And then the third is the skateboard analogy. And the skateboard is sometimes we're on that skateboard and we need to slow things down. So we can observe and see what we need to see that we wouldn't see otherwise because we're going too quickly through the experience. Mm-hmm. And so when we slow it down and we see, we can now we can grow and the soul starts to grow and say, ah, oh, I didn't see that before. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that experience that you had with your parents, your mom and your dad, you slow things down to see, is there another perspective to see this by? And by seeing that my mom's not necessarily being opinionated, she is, and she truly says she is opinionated, but I changed my perspective about it. That allowed me to have a different experience with her. Yep. And a different experience of myself in having a different experience with her, which is always, because it, it would sound selfish, but it's always for you when you do for others. You gain, you grow. It's your soul. It's right. That's why you're here. But doing for others is what causes a lot of that growth. And so, if we can give, because that's a that was a gift, right, mm-hmm. to my parents, mm-hmm. to be able to say that to them and allow them to be free. It so it gifted me. I was so I was, man. You can I mean, you can imagine in that moment where all of a sudden, just a sentence changes everything. But you have to be aware to. To say that sense, but also the other thing, both for me to take that course when I said no, 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 was also a shift in perspective. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm good. I don't need that. You don't need to fix me. Mm-hmm. That was the view, mm-hmm. which shifted to, let me give this a try and just see what's available. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I like it or it's good or I need it but I'm going to give it a try. And that's sometimes the little burst it takes mm-hmm. in order to have a whole new world really around you and have that growth. 
Correct. And actually, that's all the soul wants you is to try. So if you can plant the intuition to say, why don't you just try it? Why don't you see? Can't hurt anything. Then when we do do it, then it opens the door that we would never have had open for us and change a state of consciousness that we wouldn't have been able to change otherwise. I think life is always giving us experiences try to help us to continue to grow and are at a spiritual level. And for those especially walking a spiritual path, whatever that spiritual path is, is allowing you to be open and receptive to the different types of experiences coming your way, knowing that they're on purpose. They're teaching you something. Mm. They're allowing you to grow in some way. Even the children around you that are born, you know, they're there to teach you something, as you said, Earl, in the first episode, and you're learning too from the experience. So it's always this growing experience that we're always trying to garner and appreciate and value and look at it and know that sometimes we'll have skin knees in the process. <laughs> but at the same time, it, that knee will heal. But also, what did we learn from that skin knee? I was going to say, now you have skin knees, but look what you got, (laughs) right? Right. Are you looking only at the skin knees or are you looking at like, wow, look what I did. And I got skin knees, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Exactly. So any other type of comments that you'd like to make from our conversations today that would move the seeker in terms of having a gift or a thought you want to leave with them? Yeah, I really enjoy it because what I really love is the connection to that soul. And I know that when we can do that, we it just goes so much deeper for us, right? There really becomes a reason for what we do out here, right. you know? And if we can look and we can go, okay, I don't have everything that I want. I want more things in my life. I want to have different experiences. We can always turn to and just know that that's what we're supposed to do. And we can go, that's what our soul is craving. That's what our soul is asking for. That's what's available. As you mentioned earlier, it's an abundant world out there. All things are available at all times to us, as long as we tap into that. But we do have to focus our energy. We do have to focus our thoughts towards that in order for that to be available. Right? We can't be over here watching the news channel and wanting like sports or whatever. We can't. We have to focus our attention on what it is that we want. We have to keep focusing. Some of the ways that I do that, and many do it, is is through meditation. Mm-hmm. If we just take those, and a lot of people are like, I can't slow myself down. I, you know, they're the ones who really need it the most. Um, but the meditation is that's like your time to go into your world, to go to your place, to block out all things, and just allow yourself. To one, I mean, this is my process, to really see all that you have, because that always raises your vibration. Because if you're always just thinking of what you don't have or what you want, you always feel a lack. Right. But when you start thinking about what you do have, then you start thinking about the abundance vibration. Oh my gosh. Like I have a bed and a pillow and running water and a house and a car. And a healthy son and a, like, those are like the, like, those are amazing things, but that raises that vibration. And then in the, in the same moments, allowing the universe to know where you're going, Mm -hmm. what you want, Mm -hmm. why you want it, 
then listening. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just quietly and just listen. The universe will speak to us. It'll tell us where to go, what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, guide us, carry us, mm-hmm. literally carry us. And when it carries us and we get in that flow, that vibrational flow, life feels good. Life feels not complicated. It doesn't feel hard. Mm-hmm. Right? Things that used to look like mountains now look like valleys. We can we can cruise through. We can get past stuff. And then when we when we get off, because life happens, we have a place to go back to. We remember it, right? One of our faculties we have memory. We remember how to get there and where to go. We understand. We just got off. We did, we're either going to stay off and keep floating off, or we're going to come back. But you have a you have to have a place to come back to. Right, and I call it the still place, which is that ability to be still enough and that is staying tuned in light and love, that we are allowing ourselves to just settle into that and that stillness and that meditation that you're talking about allows you to stay innerly connected to your soul self and anchored, therefore, so you do have a place to come back to, so you have a greater sense of enrichment within and not feeling that it always has to occur somehow outside of yourself. It's no, it's just, it's just no, like, if you don't have that, it's, it's just so much all the time. This world is, if you just in it so much, it's so crazy. Like there's so much. Like, no wonder there's so much stress. Like, you can't focus on what you want and what fulfills you. There's, like, so much, right? And if you just get into that, like, God, my dad just watches the news. Like, then he watches the Internet news, about, you know, and he can tell you all the bad things that are happening in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's so many people that just have this constant noise and pollution filling them, and they don't have this place to go. And I just, so if there's any last words, it's like, have a place to go. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it just becomes too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's right? why it's either going to be too much or you're going to go like, be like, oh, you know, you're going to, what's the, the, be the change that you want to see? Like, get out mm-hmm. there, right? Don't just like saturate yourself and let it cover you. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Like, get out, you don't, right? There's something bad happening. Don't just talk about it. Talk about it and go like, get in action about mm-hmm. it. That's the fulfillment. Like, wow, what if you made a difference? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the pieces that I guess I continuing this conversation. I know we're supposed to be ending, but you know, I, I found this conversation very enriching because it goes back to what you're saying about action. You help, you're helping children how to know to take action. That sometimes as adults, we haven't had those particular types of skills or learnings that you're giving to children that now you, we, as adults, they have to learn what that looks like and what that means to go out and be the change that they want to be because I think a lot of people feel overwhelmed just as little children do <laughs> at times yes. with everything that's going on around them. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do. I mean, and we all could be there. There is the same amount of stuff all happening all around us. It's just, what are we saturating ourselves with? I, I try personally, this is just my own personal preference just to know enough to not seem like an idiot when people are like, Oh, did you know this was happening over here? or This was happening over there. But at 
the same time not saturate myself with it because I'm up to things and I need to train my mind to be purposeful and on purpose towards certain things so that, hey, this thing comes up, like I can be the change of it because I have some powers. Like, you know, I'm not used to like hearing the next bad news or the next thing that happens in the news and just being like the world's terrible. The world's actually beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I love having the kid because we look at these books and it like takes you on these journeys and these voyages. It talks about Greek mythology and mm-hmm. then it takes you off to all these countries, these Nordic countries and all the history and all. And you go, oh my God, this is so amazing. Like the stuff that's out in this world and what people have done and how we've grown and moved and that's where we turn our focus and it, it's all there at the same time. All that's still there. This life. It's What's the current event? That's, you know, that's not the world. That's the current event. And what you're talking about, what you talk about in, in um, nationalized adventures is where you put your attention. And if you're putting your attention to all the negative and worried and that's what you get filled more with. And that's where your experience will be. And that's why you see a greater increase in people's experiences of anxiety or greater experiences of depression or sadness because of not looking at where you're putting your attention to and being willing to know that you are a co-creator. And in that process, of, which we talked about in the first episode, but being a co-creator, that you have an opportunity to switch gears and start to focus on what you really do want. And that's what you're talking about in terms of you're putting your attention to be more purposeful and intentional about how you want to spend your time and how, and how you spend your time. I love the analogy of the thermometer and the thermostat, choosing which one you're going to be. The thermometer moves up and down with the outside sources, the weather, right? Mm-hmm. The thermostat, you set. You choose the channel. You choose the temperature, mm-hmm. right? You can change it, but that's your control versus being controlled. And I think that if people just, all these little analogies, right, if you could just see that, you go, oh, yeah, I want to be, I want to be the thermostat. Like, I want to set my temperature. I've been, I've been the thermometer, like, my whole life. Like, whatever happens, like, hot, cold, I'm moving with it. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. I want to take control. Then all of a sudden, just with that little switch, you can start the action of taking control. And that's what you do. That's what I do. That's what many do is they start being that roadmap for you, mm-hmm. that guide, right? You, they, they seek out, how do I do this? And that's why it's so important for us to share, like your podcast is amazing. And, you know, any marketing, anything that we do to share our voice so that people can find us when they get to that point and they're like, like, I want change. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way I'm living anymore. Mm-hmm. When for me, it's like for the parents, they're like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be, have to be the medicine for my kid later. Like, I don't want to have to go through therapy and go through different, whatever it might be, the things that could be so painful for a family. I'll empower them now. Right. I got to get that message to them. Which I think is so, so vitally needed. I, I really see the value of the superpowers as well as the skills that you're trying to help them and, and the way in which they can understand it. And therefore, they're more likely to integrate it into their day-to-day experiences as children. What's the youngest age do you like to work with usually? So the power quester for 9 to Mm 12-year-olds. And again, that goes to my own story. And that goes to the place through all my experience where I believe we can stop 
anything that's starting to grow that might be negative. Mm-hmm. And we can get in front of things that might grow, that tend to grow as you start hitting high school, mm-hmm. that being the vitamin, mm-hmm. right? So that's really, you know, I've taken a lot of marketing courses and things, and I'm still not great at it, but I'm still learning, and that's what's important. Um, but, you know, the narrow and deep, and I really had to, because it was like tweens and teens, but I found it to be very different because on one side, your teenagers really have already had a lot of experiences that have already given them a lot of their conditioning. And that's not a bad thing to still work with them, but it's a different process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's also not one that I feel like aligns exactly with my story. It's more that nine to 12 year old. There's plenty of them. And if I can just get to as many as possible and just start planting those seeds, right filling them with that information so that they have some tools in their tool belt, mm-hmm. right. That they can take with them. So when they hit that, that rough spot, that time where most kids are getting brought down or they're going with the crowd the and the crowd's not mm-hmm. leading them in a good place. Right. Mm-hmm. Or that moment where we talk a lot about being unique and following their own path. Mm-hmm. In that moment where they have that choice, like the boy, not to be gender or generalization, but the boy mm-hmm. loves ballet mm-hmm. and he's okay going and doing ballet. He's shown the amazing nutcracker guy ballet performers who have put their life into their art and that's his dream and that's his thing. And he's in that moment, not going to not do it mm-hmm. because he's afraid he'll get laughed at. We talk about support versus approval. Mm-hmm. Approval is a moving target. You you know, you go for approval, it's for them. And you're always going to be searching for it. You're never going to find fulfillment. But you start doing the thing that you love and watch the support come. Watch your tribe show up. But you have to go in because they can't show up if you're not in. Mm-hmm. You don't go for it. And those are, those are moments where I get eye-opening, like almost chill-type moments where kids, you can tell they're thinking, man, there's this thing I'd love to do. There's a right? And I haven't mm-hmm. done it. Mm-hmm. I've been too afraid. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to like look like or be like everybody else. And I love what you said about uniqueness. And because yeah. there's, new to- there's no two snowflakes that are alike. So why would we want to always be like the general snow? We want to be the snowflake, which is unique mm. and beautiful in crystalline beauty that occurs. And part of that is in that recognition is that soul being on purpose and mission. So you're here maybe to be in the arts or you're here to be an architecture, uh, architect, or you're here to be a physician or you're here to be a janitor, to be give your gifts in a school system in, in an indirect way. Whatever that is, you're learning to say to yourself, to your soul, what is my purpose? How can I be my best self? Be at 9, 12, 17, 18. You're always in this conversation with yourself and your inner self, and which I think that's what you're helping the children to be able to do is to be able to get comfortable with their inner wisdom, their inner self that can guide and direct them to be able to make those choices that are being alignment with being their best. In whatever yeah. they do. 
And again, not, you know, to be confused, these are young kids who, you know, they're going to go through stuff. But what we've done is Mm -hmm. we've planted seeds that weren't otherwise there. They certainly weren't there for me. We're planting seeds. So when these things come up, at the very least, they have choice. They can't unhear it, right? So now all of a sudden that moment comes up and they have choice where it didn't seem like choice. Like for me, it was like, oh, I just have to do this. I have to go down this path because these are the people who are going to approve of me. These are the people who are going to be my people. Even if they're doing things I know aren't that great, whatever, I don't have the ability. I've never been shown or taught, hey, in that moment, look, I can go that way or I don't have to. And so it's not just for them as 9, 10, 11, or 12, but it's like a thing to create for their life. Right. Because when they're looking for that job, right, or that career, or whatever it is they want to do with themselves, they want to be an artist. And everybody else is like, come on, you got to go do this, and this is what we do. You go be an artist. Like, like they can follow their path, their dream. They can show everybody, like, this is, this is me, the ballet. This is me. I just went to the Nutcracker and I was just blown away mm-hmm. by what goes like the first of all, just the muscles on these people. But then it was just like what they put Grace. into this. Mm-hmm. And I look at especially some of the guys and I can just think for myself, my own upbringing. And I can go, man, that took something mm-hmm. for them to step away and go, you know what? I'm going to be a professional ballet dancer. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. I would have never been able to do that unless I understood in that moment, I have that power. And this is my calling. Mm-hmm. This is what my soul's saying. I can't fight it. Because if I fight that and I go work in an office, I'm going to still have that calling. It's not going away. Only now I'm in an office, kind of stuck, far away, haven't been doing my training. And I wish I was a professional ballet dancer, but that's not going to happen for me. <sighs> I guess that's, I just have to do this. That's right. not a great. That's not a great life. It's not great. It, well, it's a, it does happen to a lot of people. Because they follow okay. the wishes of other people that will tell mm-hmm. them what they would be able to do. But I think you said yeah. earlier a, a, a key component of what you do and help to plant those seeds with children. And that is knowing the distinction that approval actually has a negative impact on your self-esteem and your confidence if you're only going for because. approval. Because yeah. it's their power. It's their power, not yours. Right. Right, exactly. And that is so great that you're planting that particular type of seed because so many people go after the approval. Mm-hmm. Children. I mean, from ch- childhood to adulthood. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I don't, I, I did that with my dad. I did that with coaches. I, I, you know, I just wanted them to like me. And then mm-hmm. I did that with friends. Mm-hmm. Another great conversation. And uh, I thank you for your time. I thank you again, your wisdom that you're giving to children as well as their parents. Thank you. And that you're on mission to make a difference. How wonderful. Thank you, Scott. I really appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for joining this episode and listening to Scott Feld and this segment of Real Life Adventures in Living. And if you would like to reach out to Scott, his links are below. And also he can be found on Facebook as well as on Twitter at ZenMotion1. That's ZenMotion1. He'd be happy to give you more information about his different programs that he offers. Bye for now. 
Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Adventures, being your best self through soul evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Mastering Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.